welcome to the Parent Hub Live family podcast. Join us as we encourage, challenge, and partner with you to help bring your best to parenting. Each episode will feature a parent from our Bethany community, and we hope that their stories will inspire yours and will leave you with a few insights along the way. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Parent Hub Live family podcast. We're so glad that you have joined us from wherever you are. Uh, hopefully, everything is going well in your world. Uh, well, hey, today, uh, pleased to welcome Naomi Reimer uh, with us. Just so excited to hear what she has to uh, share with us. Welcome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time to be with us and share uh, your journey with, uh, with everyone who's listening. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks, Martin and Jen. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, a little about your family, uh, maybe your faith journey, kind of what God has been doing in your life. Okay. Well, um, I have two girls. And um, Haley is 11 and Emery will be seven on Saturday. So that's crazy. I can actually not believe I have kids that old. I don't feel like I'm old enough to have kids that old for some reason, even though, I don't know, it's just weird how time goes by so fast. Um, So, and I'm married to Jamie, who's on staff here at Bethany as well, which has been a really good experience for us. And um, my faith journey, um, this is such a broad question. I love it because we can go anywhere with it. Um, but one of the things that did come to mind when we were thinking about my faith journey and just sort of, I just sort of thinking about themes for me, like what are some themes in my life that have come up? Um, and I feel like I will tell you right now, I have, I have gone through this theme from when I was, became a Christian, which was at quite a young age, I was four to now. And I feel like that theme would be Naomi, you can trust me. Um, and I feel like for me that that just keeps coming over and over and over. So in terms of my relationship with God, I feel like it's a constant deepening of trust, um, remembering that I can trust God, growing in my trust and coming back to it again and again. So that would be, I guess, a very general way of kind of saying how I feel like my faith journey just keeps having these ebbs and flows of constant coming back to that. Um, I don't do this well. I I find myself having to practice this. Um, There have been seasons in my life, especially this past year, I would say, where I literally will say out loud over and over, I trust you, Jesus. I trust you, Jesus, over and over, because I have to remember that I can trust him. Because um, when things feel a little chaotic, that sort of gets kind of blown to the side sometimes, or you forget that I actually have a God who I can trust and has come through for me for many, 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 many years. And so that would be kind of an overarching theme, I would say, would be trust for me. Um, another one would be humility and actually really understanding what this means. Um, I love serving people. I love journeying with people. And so for me, um, when it comes to humility and understanding what that actually looks like, I would say that has been another reoccurring one of um, um, submission to God and of um, laying our pride down, which sometimes feels really awful, but is so good. Um, and kind of coming back to that over and over and over again. So I feel like for me in my own spiritual journey, if I'm going to sort of generalize a little bit, I would say trust and humility are things that I need to practice continually. And with the help of the Holy spirit, because God knows we can't do it on our own. That's something I have learned again, over and over and over again. So, um, I guess that would be my spiritual journey in that regard. Love your husband, Jamie worked with him for, for many years. Um, and many, many fond memories of, of working with Jamie down in the bunker, serving uh, <laughs> students together. Uh, love what he's doing now with, with group life and home churches and, and leading that so, so well. Um, how did you guys end up at Bethany? Where were you? What was kind of going on in your world at the time? 
Um, yeah, how, how do you do land at Bethany? How long ago was that actually? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so actually this is kind of interesting. So um, before Bethany, we were actually serving at a church together in the city here. Um, we were, we actually met there, we're married there um, and we served there for seven years um, together. And that was quite an incredible situation. It was a smaller church. So I found ourselves doing a lot of things. Um, and um, Jamie was hired on staff, but we did most of that, those ministry things together in a lot of ways. And so we loved it. Um, when that time finished, I was pregnant with Haley, actually. And we were like, where do we want to go to church? And we had kind of heard of a couple places and had a couple places on our list of like, okay, what, here's what we'll try. And so we, we, Bethany happened to be the first one. And so we, I remember we came and we sat in the balcony and it was like, we sat there and it was like, I think like, I don't know, a few minutes into the worship service and we looked at each other and we were just like, this, this is home. This feels like a place that we will be safe. That's what it felt like. And so we never tried any other churches. We were like fully <laughs> in. That was it. So, um, so yeah, that we quickly got involved. I, I, I actually, like I had my daughter. Um, and then soon after that, we started leading what was small groups at the time. We started leading a, a small group. So we did that for a few years until um, Jamie was actually hired on staff. So yeah, so now we've been there for 11 years. And I think Jamie's been on staff for eight. So yeah, and we have loved it. It has been such a gift to us. It has been um, a really special journey being a part of this community. So yeah, that's that story. Awesome. We're, yeah, we're so thankful that uh, you guys uh, took a chance on us at Bethany and, uh, and that it's been, it's been a blessing uh, to you. Um, not only you guys have been a blessing to us, but that uh, Bethany as a community and, and what's happening here has been a blessing to you and your family. Uh, that's amazing to hear. Hey, I want to talk about you as a working mom. And uh, again, a number of years ago, uh, you worked at a, in the video game industry uh, for a number of years. You also worked at Eden High School. Um, it was sort of during that time, I know that you struggled with um, some significant health issues, uh, kind of stress-related. Um, and that sort of took you out of that world and kind of put you on the shelf where you, you couldn't really work for a while. Tell us, what was that like for you, that period of, of kind of being in the working world and having all these things going on and then sort of being sidelined? Uh, what sort of things did you have to work through? What was that like for you? How did that test you as a person and test your faith? Um, tell us about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, this was this was quite a huge experience for me. So when, when I was in high school, I had a dream to be a counselor. Okay. So I went to school to try and kind of gain some resources to become a counselor. My parents got divorced. And so my mom actually moved here. I'm originally from Alberta. And I felt like I needed to move here to be with her and my sister who was starting high school. And so I decided to move for a short time just to kind of help them establish. Obviously, I never left. But that's kind of when that dream of counseling was in my mind and had to get kind of put on the back burner a little bit. So then, you know, here I find a job at a video game industry. I'm, I'm working there. I'm also in ministry. So I feel like God is like, Naomi, I've called you to care for people. Um, and I felt that very much when I was younger, I felt this very strong call to like, I think as someone who experienced a lot of pain when I was younger, I felt like I just want to be able to journey with people in their pain. I don't want people to feel alone. That was such a heart for me. I'm like, I just don't want people to feel alone. And so ministry was such a like close to my heart for, for so many years. Um, and so for me, having been um, in, in the, the working world and actually at, 
allowing God to sort of use those things um, and, and be a part of those things. I felt like God was very close to me when I was working. I felt like he was um, using me in ways that I, I felt very excited about. And so when it came to Eden, especially and, and working as, a, as a, even in a counseling role in that regard in, to some degree, um, when I w- got so sick that I could not work, remember my doctor writing that leave um, the one day and being like, oh my goodness, like I actually, I can't go back to work right now. I was devastated. I was so angry that God would call me to so many things and then rip me out of it like that. And I, that, that's, I know that sounds dramatic, but that is what I wrestled with. And I remember laying on my bed because I couldn't get out of bed for quite a while. I mean, I was in and out of the hospital and emergency from time to time because I just had weird symptoms and not really sure what is even happening. And um, so I remember laying on my bed one day and being like, why would you do this to me? Why would you take away my influence? And you know what he said to me? This was a huge, this is humility again right here, okay? He was like, Naomi, but it's not about you. And I was like, oh, shoot, you're right. I sort of made it about me. You know, what was I attaining and what was I achieving? You know, and and it wasn't in a sense of like, I was even aware of it necessarily. It wasn't like I didn't pray. It wasn't like I wasn't seeking God, but I was realizing God was like, I want to align you again to like how much you do need me because look, everything's gone in a second in all in your world as it was, but I'm not gone. I'm your world, Naomi. I'm your world. And I remember having that moment where I was like, and actually it was my mom that said this to me. So I need to give her credit for this because I, I come back to this all the time. But I remember she said, Naomi, even if you're on your bed, laying on your back and all you're doing is praising God, you are doing everything he desires to do. And oh my goodness, I I didn't want to believe that. I'm going to be honest. There was part of me that was like, I don't want to believe that that's true because I shouldn't be doing all these things. But it was actually in that moment that I started to receive God's love for me in a new way. And that, my friends, is a game changer. I don't know what it is about that, but when you know you're loved, you are a totally different person, like, especially by God himself, you know, the one who created all of this amazingness. And it's like, I'm loved by that one. Like, wow, that's, that's kind of a big deal. And so for me, that started changing a lot of my heart. And so I, as I was wrestling with my influence being taken away, I started realizing, no, this is a gift right now from God to me to see him for who he is. And so I started to really learn about God as God and realize that my dependency on God sometimes was what he did for me or what he made possible or what, you know, influence I had instead of just simply God is God and that's enough for me. Um, And so it was letting him be enough really is what that process was. But I'm going to tell you, it was months and months. I was, this was not a quick like moment with God. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. I'm so sorry. It was like wrestling and struggling. And I I was probably a little toddlerish in this for sure, where I was, you know, kicking and screaming a bit. And we had some words together, me and God for sure. Um, But God is so good and gentle and he is so patient and he knew what was best for me. And so I'm so thankful for that time, even though it was painful. And I kind of got to that point where I just sort of accepted, okay, God, you know, I can, I'm going to trust again, trust that, you know, what you have for me right now. And so I just decided that I would accept this stay at home mom title and I would just sort of embrace it 
and love it and be fully in. And so I was like, all right, someone asked me to be part of mom's group leadership. I'm like, yes, okay, let's do this. Um, I will fully embrace this stay at home mom, you know, thing. And so um, it took a while, but I got there eventually. And actually God had so much for me in that space as well. So obviously moving back into work has been its own process again in that regard. So, but I'm gonna stop there for now because I feel like I've been saying a lot here, so. <laughs> Not at all. I so have appreciated everything that you shared. I was like, oh, can you just keep going? I want to hear more about receiving God's love. Like, what did that, were there, I just want to, can you just touch on that real quick one more time? Because I think that especially um, for most of us, sometimes we're so busy, we don't have the time to just sit down and just understand that we have this participation in receiving God's love. And so was there a moment when you learned how to just like open yourself up to that more? Or can you talk a little bit about that just for one minute? <laughs> yeah, totally. So I know I realize this looks different for everybody. And so I just need to say that I'm going to get emotional when I talk about this, because when I talk about God's love, it is like, it is a real, very deep thing for me, um, because it is so life changing. Um, so I would say that in those, in those times where I was kind of in bed, and stuck in bed, um, I would remember or see God beside me, see Jesus beside me. And um, sometimes I couldn't even read my Bible because I just couldn't read anything. I was so tired. And so I would sleep with it under my pillow. Um, but I would just literally be with Jesus and let him tell me why he loved me. And, you know, there's things where I feel like the Holy Spirit can say to you that you would never come up with on your own because you're like, I would never think of myself as this. I would never think about myself as this. Um, and so I just let him. And you know, I think so we're so resistant to believing that we're lovable when we're not doing something or not being something. I think um, there is something very deep within having nothing to give and yet having him give everything, you know? And so I would have these very sacred moments where I would literally, yes, be laying in bed. And this is not everyone's style, but for me, this is how he met with me. And he would just be laying there beside me, with me, just letting me know that he was not leaving, that he was there. I, I, I've dealt with abandonment in multiple situations before in my life. So I think I just assumed that, well, you know, he, he, why would he stick around for me? And I didn't realize that, but I think I needed to see that. And so um, that's what it looked like for me. I also, um, when I could finally read, I did a Beth Moore um, Bible study as well called Breaking Free. And that was quite powerfully life-changing for me because of the time, you know, God's so good at being like, this is the time for this, you know? Um, and I like inductive Bible studies. I like, you know, um, Beth Moore studies. I like lots of different studies, but for whatever reason, this was a way God kind of really enforced it. You know, I, I like, I, I, there's times where I feel like, really God, though, are you sure? You know, and even though he's the ultimate authority, it's like people who have done it, you know, and, and going through things themselves and, and authority figures are like reminding me of these things again. It just sort of reinforces like it's the body of Christ, to be honest, is what it is. I felt like my Bible study with Beth Moore was like this body body of Christ reality for me of reminding me that you are loved. Yes, you are loved and kind of breaking it down and how and why. And so it was it was actually breaking free. That is exactly what I would um, say that time to be. It was painful. It was um, heartbreaking, but I felt like my heart broke so that I could receive love, if I can say that. Painful still, but yet. Um, so now I will still tell you, I am still someone who will 
I mean, this might be not everyone's style again, but I will sometimes see myself on Jesus lap and he is, he is telling me, you know, um, loving things to me in my ear. Um, there are times where we are holding hands. There are times where we are dancing. I could cry about it. Um, because this is how he shows me that he's like, Naomi, like we are, we are doing this together and I'm so crazy. Um, in love with you. I'm so crazy mad. Um, I'm so much love for you. And so that I realized has actually catapulted my love where I'm like, Oh my goodness, I have so much love for people. How did this happen? And I think, Oh, I think it's because the spirit sort of gives it to you. You know, God just sort of fills you up with it. And when you feel so loved, you just feel like, well, I just want to share it. You know, it's just very, so that's, yeah. Anyways, I'm going on and on here. So I'll, I'll take a break here. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's amazing. So I, maybe we'll just sort of stick in this for a little bit longer here. Maybe speak to the parent, uh, the mom, who again is, is kind of going a mile a minute, um, enjoys going a mile a minute, but is really resonating with this idea of kind of slowing down and mm-hmm. Jesus uh, speaking to them, becoming real to them, um, just really sensing the fact that it's it's no matter what I do for God, no matter how hard I strive, that breathing is just enough, right? Mm-hmm. That he still loves me. You know, I feel like this comes down to a really, um, really significant belief system within our hearts. Um, do I actually believe that I have permission to rest with God? Do I actually believe this? I think that we see Jesus doing this a lot in scripture. That he literally goes and people are like, where were you for goodness sake? I thought, you know, I, I, I do that. I literally whisk away to my room and I'm like, I just need this time right now. I need to have this space. Um, there was a time I used to feel guilty because like, oh, my kids, like they're out there. And I'm like, you know, over here doing this time with God, you know, and it's like, God was like, like, you know, they, they need, they need you to need me. You know, they need you to need me. And so I've had to kind of give myself permission to need God. I don't think that we want to need God. I'm sorry, but I've been the same place where I'm like, oh, why, why can't I do this myself? You know, I wish that I, or I should be able to do this myself. And I'm like, we were never meant to. This was never the point. We've always needed Jesus. And so that has been a practice for me that I do, um, especially in my job, um, every single time I work, that is a a practice that I have in my own heart of like declaring that over and over and over again. Um, If I could be on my face on the floor like this, that is the posture I feel like my heart takes in terms of like um, anything that God asked me to do, where it's like, I just want this to be about you. So for me, it's giving myself permission to whisk away and be with God when we need those times. And then just doing it. It doesn't have to be long. It can be five minutes of you just being like, okay, God, I'm just here. I'm just here, right? I'm just here. Um, and just being present. Like it, it doesn't have to be, let's read a, a book of the Bible right now. It doesn't have to be that, although sometimes it might be, um, but it can be that whisking away. And so I found that I, 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 I like to do that, but um, that's become a lifeline for me where I feel like some people might have lifelines in their life for me that's my lifeline like actually and so I just need to go and do that in order to sort of feel like I can do life <laughs> to be quite honest so it's kind of it's kind of like an essential like we talk about essentials like that's an essential for me yeah. um, but I think I've needed to give myself permission and so I would say to parents give yourself permission to go and be with the one who loves you no matter what loves you more than your kids or your husband or your family members, like be with that one because he is literally full of everything you need. 
um, and recognize that you need, you actually need them and it's okay. It's okay to need them. It's actually where exactly where we want to be. Right. And so I don't know if that answers it thoroughly, yeah. but I feel like that's kind of what I would say about that. Yeah. No, I love that. That um, is maybe less practice and, and more posture, right? Kind of a posture of the heart that, um, that you can kind of just slip away. And when you kind of sense you need that time, you take that time, right? You can kind of engage in and out of, of that. And that, uh, that sounds just very freeing, right? That it doesn't have to be, you know, at, you know, devotional time at breakfast or devotional time at night, right? It could just be anytime throughout the day, whenever you need to hear from, uh, from Jesus that, no, that sounds, uh, sounds amazing. Maybe talk a little bit about some of those health issues or those stress issues. Would you say at that point you were experiencing burnout? You know, at the time, this actually is, at the time I thought I was dying. I'm not joking. I did. Uh, because I didn't know what I was experiencing. Um, I was having right. problems seeing properly. My, I was going numb in places that was not good. It was just very strange. Um, and so I remember, I remember being like, if I'm dying, I should probably go talk to someone. And if I'm not dying, I should probably still go talk to someone. Because this is like, the fact that I'm feeling this is not a good thing, right? So I, I definitely felt like, yeah, I needed to, yeah, I felt like I need to do something about this because this is, this is quite significant. I look back now, Martin, and I think, yeah, that was definitely significant burnout for sure. That was, I just didn't know because I didn't know, I would never have imagined that to be. I sure. thought I was doing everything I was called to do faithfully, you know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the spirit was like, let's just hold on here. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's something more here. Yeah. We're, uh, we're sort of up against the clock here, but I really want to uh, pick up the conversation right at that point. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to stop and pause this conversation. Uh, we're going to say goodbye to who, whoever listening. And then we're going to pick up right where we left off uh, with Jen and Naomi uh, on the other side. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been amazing. Uh, thank you, Naomi, for sharing your heart, uh, your experiences with Jesus, a uh, bit of your story, your faith journey, some of those themes in your life, uh, and how you guys ended up at Bethany. And again, we're so blessed to have you. Uh, we'll say bye for now, and we'll we'll talk again shortly.